Welcome to our podcast series called The Thorn and Rose's Side. Hi, I'm Rose Miller. I've been an HR professional for many years. I know people are a company's most important asset, yet they can be the biggest pain in their assets. This month, we're going to talk about how to manage a multi-generational workforce. Many managers are finding it terribly difficult to manage today's multi-generational workforce. It's becoming clear that younger employees express themselves differently from older employees. As a person in the boomer category, I have struggled too, and I've had to learn to adapt management strategies to fit the various generations who work, think, train, and communicate differently. The workplace is more multi-generational than ever before. It's not unusual to find employees over 60 working alongside 20-year-olds, and it's possible to find recent college graduates supervising employees old enough to be their parents. The primary generations in the workplaces today are baby boomers, who were born between 1946 and 1964, Generation Xers, born between 1965 and 1980, the Millennials, born between 1981 and 2000, and then there's the members of Generation Z, born from 1997 and on, and quickly filling a larger share of job vacancies. The competitiveness of boomers and the egocentric approach to Gen Xers are causing friction with the younger generations. Layer on a company's need to preserve institutional knowledge, and it's critical that older managers begin to transfer knowledge to the younger generations. Although we should be mindful to avoid stereotypes or try to paint with too broad a brush, there are certain tendencies that a group will commonly identify with. As a group, each generation has a different value system, attitudes, expectations, needs, and motivators. Managers are dealing with employees with shifting views towards job satisfaction, which is tethered to employee retention. Boomers tend to be characteristically hardworking, loyal to company and career, respectful of hierarchy, and enjoy face-to-face meetings. They value security, stability, and structure. The problem? They have trouble letting go of power. Generation X are characteristically independent, fast learners who are impulsive, yet practical, flexible, creative, self-reliant, and cynical. They value work-life balance, a casual and friendly workplace, flexibility and freedom, feedback, diversity, and independence. The problem? They don't like being told what to do. The millennials are generationally known as digital natives who are confident, 
enjoy variety, crave instant gratification, are often team-oriented multitaskers. They value separation of work and life, structured and supportive workplaces, flexibility, challenging and meaningful work, diversity, and constant communication. The problem? They challenge work structures that don't align with their values. And then the Gen Zs, who are characteristically digital or technical natives, with higher global awareness, who use everything with a device, enjoy highly engaged managers, crave continuous feedback, and prefer text for instant communication. They value separation of work and life, workplace flexibility, environmental concerns, challenging and meaningful work, diversity, and constant communication. The problem? They are impatient when things don't move quickly enough. The best practice is to learn to understand the different generational characteristics, their motivators, and their values, and overcome the communication barriers. A manager recently told me he was having a particular problem with communication. He was trying to talk to an employee who was failing in the performance of all the tasks outlined in the job description. The millennial employee looked him in the eye and responded with, you're not talking to me in a way that I can process. Fortunately, the boomer manager didn't act on his first impulse, which was to say, process this, you're fired. Managers are struggling the most with managing millennials and Gen Z. Here are some insights that may help. Millennials need a mentoring system. Pairing a millennial with older generations can strengthen cohesiveness and collaboration. They need to know their career paths and how to advance. Impose structure and stability, cultivate the teams, and help them develop problem-solving skills. Teach effective communication skills using conventions other than just text. Provide Gen Z with interesting experiences that allow for professional growth. Provide plenty of online learning. Provide clear feedback often, demonstrating how work aligns with their personal values. With both millennials and Gen Z, back up work-life balance policies with reality. A millennial director just told me a story about the time she asked her boss about adding staff. The senior manager told her that the expectation in her job is to work 50 or 60 hour weeks. The millennial director had to remind the senior management that one of the reasons she took the job in the first place was the company's commitment to work-life balance. The workforce will continue to be multi-generational as older workers postpone retirement and more Gen Z enter the workplace. It is unwise to ignore generational differences. 
good management of generations can preserve critical institutional knowledge by ensuring knowledge is transferred to younger generations. To bridge generational gaps, managers need to learn how they all work, think, train, and communicate. Clarity is critical. Managers can assume younger workers understand how to navigate the corporate world. They may lack basic knowledge about work hours, work locations, dress codes, technology usage, and ways to communicate with each other. No single management style is perfect for any generation because there's also individual personality types. While there's no one-size-fits-all approach, there are some best practices that can help managers adapt and learn strategies that leverage everyone's strengths.